spring is here. It's arriving in full force. And I know I just dated the podcast by referencing that, but you know, it's a good thing. I love when the sun starts shining longer, we get to have all of the allergies and we get to be outside more. I'm going to give you 20 tips to capitalize on spring and spring activities with your littles. And hey, I want to ask you a question. Have you left me a review over on Apple Podcasts? I would love for you to do that. So please stop right now before you get into the juicy goodness of all the tips I'm going to give you and go over to Apple iTunes and leave me a review. I so appreciate it. And it's also a great way to help other folks find the podcast. If you do it, I would be ever so grateful. Grab a pen. I've got 20 great ideas for you. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, a messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. I love spring. I love when we get to come out from underneath the darkness and the cold and all that is winter. Can you tell it's not my favorite season? Because I like all the sun. I like all the heat. I like all the fun things. I love it when the trees are budding and the birds are singing and they're out building their nests. So here's 20 quick ideas for you to capitalize on the season with your littles. So number one is a two for one. And I'm channeling my inner Mary Poppins on this one because it's fun and you make a game out of doing something that could be construed or thought of as work, but you're going to make it fun so the kids are going to love it because I am a huge proponent of vitamin D and get the great outdoors. So you're going to let the kids play and run, use their imagination. You're going to cut off some of the electronics that you may have in your house and you're going to enjoy the outside and this one works for littles to middle school what I want you to do is to make a big deal out of this one it's it's let's clean up the yard (laughs) and I can hear some of you thinking well I don't even like the sounds of that one but here's the fun part here's how here's how you make it fun you're going to prepare your yard your flower beds for new growth for maybe planting new flowers for getting rid of all of the old dead limbs. You're going to deadhead. You're going to get the leaves scraped off so you can use a rake. It's really fun if you go to any store that sells little gloves and get them their own little gloves and their own little rake and they can work alongside you. So you're setting the example of working and making things look great. Now you can clear the yard to get it ready for spring, but while you're doing that, have a little scavenger hunt. Look for blooms and sprouts and see if they can name the flower or name the plant that's going to be. Look for birds and the birds building their nest is a special bonus. And if you take pictures of the process from the beginning all the way until the time that the babies hatch, it is a super, super great memory. It's also a really good practice for them to be quiet, to use their stand still as a soldier and to watch the bird and not disturb it. You can also get all of the sticks that have fallen from all of the, the storms and the wind. You can, if you have a fire pit or even not, if you have a space where you can make a bonfire and make s'mores. So you're going to 
end your hard work with a fun activity of making s'mores. Use your sticks to have a lightsaber war complete with sound effects. I know you like that, right? You can also practice your whittling and you can use duct tape on the ends so that you can If you have a particularly great stick, you can make a walking stick. And here's a little bonus mission for number one. If you have someone around you, an elderly person, a grandma, grandpa, someone that's lost someone recently, had surgery, a neighbor that needs your help, you can take this same activity and move it right over to their yard and just bless the socks off of them. That teaches your kids service. It teaches them others before self and The harder it is, well, you know what? The better it is because they have to work together to get the job done. So that's just a fun one. Number two, check out all of the national, state, and local parks in your area and within your driving area. When we lived in Ohio, just for an example, we had several parks that were near us and so several walking trails. We had some that we preferred and we had some that we practiced sports, but there was one that I always wanted to explore and never did. It was just right down the road, but we never even explored it. And you can say that these are no wine walks. And did you catch that? No wine. Now, whatever is in your Yeti is totally up to you. So it can be a wine walk if you want, but You don't let the children win. Just say it. Number three, have a backyard picnic just for fun. It can be whatever you're having for lunch. Put a blanket down, read a book, look at the clouds. So just have a fun backyard picnic. Super simple, super easy, but it gets you out of the house. It lets you have fun with the kids and then you fold up the blanket and you're done. Number four, how about if you take that same picnic and explore a nearby pond, a waterfall, or a river? Who knows what you might find? Number five, if you're at that pond, see if they allow fishing. When you go fishing in the morning and you say, we're going to catch our supper. And if you don't, which you probably won't, but if you don't, then just go to your local fish camp and have some seafood. Number six, grab your galoshes and go tadpole, crawfish, or minnow hunting in your local river, stream, or pond. So we can do lots of things if you have access to water. Number seven, Saturday, make it classes. The big box stores like Lowe's or Home Depot before the pandemic offered classes where you could come make a birdhouse. You could make, you did your tool belt, you got different things. So check into that to see if there's any libraries or stores or hardware stores in your area that are doing make it, take it classes. Those are really cool. Number eight, Go to a theme park or an attraction. Now, this doesn't have to be a full-blown Disney World type experience, but my grandson loves dinosaurs, and there's a Dino World type exhibit that's going from town to town, and this is just one example of many. could be the same thing with a farm, a zoo, a park, anything like that that it's out of your ordinary watcher around town app to see if there's things being offered. Or if you have homeschooling friends, if you're not a homeschooler yourself, copy their field trips. What do they do? Where are they going? Number nine, visit some unique places like a fish hatchery, a bird rescue, a monkey sanctuary. Who knew that here in my little town, we have a monkey sanctuary. You never know until you check it out. Number 10, spring clean your toys and then go get ice cream. Now this is a great one. Again, it's a, you can have a mission with a bonus on this one. So they're going to work hard. You're going to honestly evaluate if they love it, if they've played with it, if they like it, or if they don't like it at all, or haven't played with it. Does it bring you joy? Can we get rid of it? Can we give it to someone else who has less than we do? So do a good spring clean of your toys, especially before Easter, birthdays, etc. Number 11, make cookies or a joy cake just for the fun of it complete with sprinkles 
let everybody get messy, get dirty, and create. Make your Have your own little um, junior baking show and make some cookies or a cake. Number 12, organize a tricycle bike parade for your neighborhood. This is super fun. We did this in another place that we lived in Tennessee. Our neighborhood had a 4th of July parade and all of the kids decorated their bikes and then we just went down and we ended up at the pool and everybody had a fun afternoon of hot dogs and ice cream. So that would maybe be a fun thing. Number 13, join a local zoo or aquarium or Discovery Museum and get your money's worth. Make it a point to go, go, and go again. And I love the zoo option, particularly for the spring, because now is when the babies are being born. It's warm enough to go with frequency, and it's just a great investment of time and money. Number 14, create a spring schedule and post it so everyone can see what you have going on. And you go ahead and direct that and decide which days you're going to be spending doing what activities so that it gets done, B, it's spontaneous, and C, you can make memories together. For those rainy days that inevitably come with spring, number 15 is craft day. Google crafts for kids, rainy day crafts for kids, crafts for preschoolers, how to make Play-Doh. Google or Pinterest this topic and you're going to get more ideas than you can ever fill up. But keep the supplies on hand and have an arsenal ready for those whiny days or those cry days, sick days, or rainy days where you can't get out and do the activity that you were hoping to do. You can have scavenger hunts. You can do lots of things with that. You need to be prepared for it. It does take a little work on your end on the front end, but you can do that while they're sleeping and napping. You can Google these things and see what you need to have. And you can create excitement for these activities and crafts by letting them go with you to the the discount store and helping pick out the glitter colors or the poster board or whatever that you are going to need. Let the kids help you pick that out. Number 16, do neighborhood chalk drawings. Now you can take your chalk drawings from your driveway and you can move them down a sidewalk if you live in an area that has sidewalks. And what I mean by moving it down the driveway is that you can do fun little sidewalk drawings that inspire, motivate, bring a smile, or make people laugh. Our neighborhood kids, we had a whole group that during COVID, they did rainbows and sunshine and colored, completely colored in squares. And they would say, be positive neighbors. We're in this together. You've got this. Have a great day. Smile. God loves you. So you can do all sorts of little quick motivational sayings and bring a smile to people's face. Number 17, get up really early and go have donuts together. Let that be breakfast. Just get up early and go have donuts or go have breakfast at like a Waffle House. So you're going to get up early and go do something that's completely fun and different. Number 18, this is a classic, get out the bubbles. Go play with bubbles. Everybody loves a bubble. There's There are recipes online for doing those great big ones where you have the string and you put it in the dishwashing soap. So play with bubbles and just have a fun time just have fun with it and you enjoy and laugh at what as well. Number 19, plant a garden. Now this can be a container garden. It can be a little patch under your backyard. You can dig up just a little space and you're going to teach your kids how to, how to dig it. If you don't know, again, Google it, how to tend to the garden, how deeply the plants need to be planted, how to weed that, how to thin them out, how to weed them that it needs water, but not too much. It can be as elaborate as you would like, or it could just be a small little garden. And you can do wildflowers, 
or you can even do vegetables that you can actually pick and eat. And that's what I like to suggest is the little vegetable garden. Plant some okra or some cucumbers or tomatoes, something that they're going to eat, that they would enjoy, that they can actually pick and harvest. That's super fun. And then number 20, this is, this is my personal favorite, is create a photo book. So for all of these activities that I'm suggesting, I'm going to say, take pictures, take pictures, take pictures, and then let the kids help you make a photo book and dictate the story to you. It's priceless and precious when you go back years later and you read what they have written. And super, super bonus on this end is that I can give you that book for free. Then the link will be down below. You can create a free account and you get a $20 coupon just for doing that. And you can upload your pictures from your phone with the free phone app and then click and drag your pictures to make absolutely precious mugs or calendars or a photo book of your spring adventures. I hope this has sparked some excitement for you on the possibilities and throwing off the doldrums. I recently had a conversation with a mom kind of on this topic and she came into the store with her two precious little girls. She had one in the front, one on the hip. Who can relate? Just raise your hand. So she came in and she obviously was tired and obviously had her hands full. And so I asked how she was doing and we had the conversation. She bought the outfit she needed to buy. So I asked her, how are you really doing? And she said, you know what? I'm good. It's really hard having to. But I just decided that I'm not going to let that stop me just because it's hard. Hard is okay. I can do hard. I'm going to get out and enjoy life and enjoy these babies. So that's my encouragement to you mamas. Get out there even though it's hard, even though it's messy. Enjoy those babies and make some awesome memories. And remember, take pictures along the way. Have a wonderful, wonderful spring. And DM me with what you go do. I would love to hear and add it to the list. You guys, until next time, it's Kathy. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Take care.